Y'all ready? Welcome in to the fifth dimension. The story of interconnectivity. A monologue with your host, Evan McDermott. Hello, and I want to welcome everybody into the Fifth Dimension podcast for this special solo podcast. I've not done a solo podcast in a little while, but I feel deeply called to share with you the story of interconnectivity. You know, this podcast is all about the story of interconnectivity. How can we come together as one? How have we been paradoxically disconnected? How can we follow our purpose and awaken to our true nature? I'm Evan McDermott. I want to thank you for tuning in to this solo podcast. And I want to jump right into it. You know, what does it mean to be human? Ask yourself that question. What is our natural state? Is there more to our lives than we are ultimately told? Now, the short answer is yes. Obviously, Evan. Now, if we're going to settle with the short answer, there certainly would be no need for me to be doing this solo podcast or for me to be having my podcast at all. You know, it's when we dig into the complexities in the depths of this answer, we can truly discover the true nature of ourselves. We can discover who we are at a deeper level. We can discover our purpose. We can manifest our dreams. You know, consciousness, this gift of self-awareness, it's all about evolution. Life is growth. Life is change. And as humans, we're always bound to change. We're always bound to evolve. And that's the same with the story of interconnectivity. You know, there's been an externalization, a disconnect from our natural state. And I call it disconnect paradoxically as we're never truly disconnected from interconnectivity. You are one with all. Everybody is connected, yet through this externalization method, we have lost connection to source. We've been brought up in a commodified culture where the values stem and material. You know, we seek answers to life in the form of external quests, if you will. We've used rationality, logic, the thinking brain to try and solve the question of what is the reality of the world. And certainly rationality, materialism, science in this sense has brought us many great answers and given us many beautiful technologies to help us in this journey. Yet it is also built an illusion of separation, dividing us up into different categories. You know, there is a more natural way to life that we as humans need to begin to evolve into. And this starts at the individual level. You know, when you turn off the mind, the judgments, the expectations you hold, what is left? What is there? Feel that. Contemplate that. Embody that. All there is is presence. When we come from presence, 
we return to our natural state of love, our natural state of harmony with one another, with Mother Earth, with all that is. The future is in interconnectivity. You know, there's a sense of urgency that is needed right now to return to our natural state. We have commodified the Earth so greatly that we risk losing her, or we risk losing ourselves ultimately. We really need to begin to reimagine what it means to be human. What does it mean to be me here in this moment now in my interconnected state? It all starts with looking inside yourself, healing, understanding the deep complexities that is you. Feel that, embody that right now. You know, there is a shamanic nature, if you will, that we have as humans, right? You know, the shamanic understanding and intelligence has existed for thousands of years. You know, it goes beyond the logic of rationality and reasoning. And there's an example, multiple examples of shamanic understanding and insight that relays their interconnectivity, whether it be in Native American cultures, South America, India, Siberia, where the first shamanic cultures are often attributed to, you know, they were tapping into powers greater than the individual self, living in synchronicity. I would deeply encourage everyone to study the history of shamanism. What are their beliefs? What is it that makes the shamanic culture so deep? What are their insights? What is their wisdom? You know, We've been told to seek externally, seeking outside of ourselves. You know, we disconnected thousands of years ago on the dawns of civilization through hierarchical power structures, whether it be through caste systems and social status, seeking social status, whether it be through religion, seeking God outside of the self when really God exists within in your inner power, your inner flame, your own wisdom. This is what has brought upon this illusion of separation. This has been the foundation of the modern world. All this division that exists, whether it be in race, politics, it's all meant to incite division, to build on that illusion of separation. You know, conflict, only arises from disconnect when we do not see the love, the serendipity, the interconnected state that exists between all of us. Now, who is it that perpetuates the disconnect? At this point, it is the individual. We are the ones choosing to live in this state. And why is that? It's because we feel a void. You know, chaos internally manifests to chaos externally in the world around us. We live in a chaotic world because so many feel chaos, turmoil within. The collective is simply a macrocosm of the individual state. There's an internal void, if you will, you know. There's a manifesting of our longing for connection. There's a lack of purpose 
reason within society. There's a nihilistic worldview that has been placed upon the pillars of human civilization. We perpetuate this cycle of misery by continuing to seek fulfillment externally. What is it that new job, lots of money, status, recognition ultimately going to bring you? Will it ever be enough? The Buddha said that the root of all suffering is in desire. Desire for more. When we strive for more, we can never have enough of it. We simply need to be. Be present. Be grateful. Be loving. Be kind. Be interconnected. You know, there's an unsustainability of this culture because we live in a culture of desire as opposed to a culture of need. You know, since there is no harmonious relationship with the earth, since we are disconnected from our natural state, we don't view the earth as sacred. We don't view each other as sacred. We don't view ourselves as sacred. Ultimately, if we're unable to snap that mindset, we're only going to destroy ourselves. We're only going to destroy our earth. We're not going to grow. We're not going to evolve. Materialism has brought us this far and brought us many great technologies and many great achievements, if you will, in terms of our rational understanding. But we've reached the pinnacle of rationality and need to grow need to evolve let this serve as a call to action for a societal shift where we can reimagine earth in a place of interconnectivity we need to reconnect with our unity our oneness our love how is it achieved it all starts with you internal awareness of your true self of your true nature what it means to be human. You define that. So ask yourself, who am I? Who am I really? And I'm going to let you sit with this for a couple seconds here. What is it that makes you, you? Ultimately, we need to engage deeply on a hero's quest, a hero's journey, exploration to know our true selves. Because when we begin to know our true selves in our natural state, we begin to connect with our purpose. We begin to live in alignment. We begin to live in unity. What is your purpose? Why are you here? Every single person listening to this podcast has their own unique purpose, has their own unique divine reason for incarnating on the earth right now. Feel that. Feel your purpose within you. Let it guide you. Your purpose exists in your heart. Breathe into the heart space. Truly feel your purpose, your connection to source, because it's right there. It's always been right there. 
the first step to awakening within comes with understanding ourselves, comes with understanding our conditioning. What are your belief systems? What are expectations you place upon others? What are the judgments you may have? I mean, we all have traumas. We all have events that have shaped us, whether it be for good or for bad. We all have our upbringing in this material world. Many of these things are no fault of our own. However, it is our individual responsibility to awaken to that, to take ownership of your full conditioning, your full self, and be willing to grow, be willing to change. If we choose to leave these in the unconscious mind, ultimately the unconscious mind is what dictates our lives. If we aren't willing to awaken to within, what will we be? A manifestation of unconscious behavior, disconnect. You know, there is a vast universe that exists inside of us. We all come from the same source. Earth is made of stardust. You are made of stardust. We are all one. Our interconnectivity exists all the way back to the cosmos. Trust your inner guidance system. Trust yourself. Follow the intuition. Follow what the heart wants. When you allow yourself to trust the voice within, you can begin the process of healing. And healing is not an easy journey. It doesn't happen in one day. It's not an overnight, oh, I'm healed. No. Looking at ourselves, looking at our conditioning, it takes work. It takes engaging in the shadows. Ultimately, what is it to you to heal? Think about that. What does it mean to heal fully? The answer is going to look different for everybody. Yet, there are some common themes. You know, it's letting go of what no longer serves you. What no longer serves me might be different than you. Yet, it might be, again, commonalities, judgments, old belief systems, certain identity attachments that we may have. You know, we really need to begin practicing self-love, embracing the journey of awakening, the journey of healing. I recently did a fantastic podcast with Dr. Tommy John, and he gave me eight pillars of healing that I want to share with you here today, right now, in case you haven't heard that podcast. And even if you have, this can be a great reminder. Number one, the first pillar, a belief in something greater than the the individual self. You know, this doesn't have to be God. This doesn't need to be in a religious sense, but this is of your inner power. This is of something that transcends the individual self. This is something that goes beyond material. It goes beyond the physical body. It goes beyond the quest of externalization. And this is directly tied to number two, purpose. What is your purpose? How can I discover my purpose? Well, that comes from within. What are you working towards? 
why did you get out of bed today? Every day your purpose may change, but what is the grand purpose? What is it that at the end of the day, at the end of this life, because we're not going to be here forever, what is it that you have wanted to do? What is it that you have wanted to achieve? What do you want to leave behind? The third pillar of healing comes in the form of relationships. Do my relationships benefit and aid my purpose? And it doesn't have to be in a romantic sense. This can be friendships, acquaintances, coworkers, whoever it may be. If a relationship does not benefit and aid your purpose, drop it. Drop it, let it go. I know that is so hard. And it takes a lot of work to muster up the courage to do that. But you need to live by your purpose. Are your relationships loving and supporting of your true self? Ask yourself that question. See what your heart is telling you. Feel what the heart is telling you. Number four, sleep. Simply, do you give your body the adequate rest it needs? Rest and recovery is such a huge part of the human experience. We need to recover. We need to rest. We need to simply be and heal through rest. Number five, breath, meditation, prayer. Ultimately, the breath is what directly connects us to presence. Let's take a couple deep breaths together. Inhale. And exhale. Let's do another one. Truly feel the connection to presence here. Inhale. exhale slowing down embracing the stillness manifesting clarity in your vision in your presence in stillness number six sunlight get outside the sun is healing the sun is medicine we need to be outside Tommy John gave me a great quote. Our culture is on the wrong side of the window. We coop ourselves up, lock ourselves down, and we don't get out into our natural habitat, which is outdoors. Even if you're in the city, find time to nourish yourself in the sun, even if it's just for 10 to 15 minutes a day. If it's cloudy, still go outside. That natural light is healing. Number seven is food. Our food is medicine. The food we eat is who we are. It is nourishment. Nourish your body with healthy foods, fruits, vegetables, the right amount of protein, fat, carbohydrates. You know your body better than anybody else. What is it that makes you feel good when you eat it? Develop a relationship with healthy, nourishing food as that is a medicine. And number eight, body movement. Our bodies are meant to be moved. Our bodies are meant to be challenged. Our bodies are meant to be optimized. You didn't have to do anything to earn your physical body. It was given to you. 
this gift of life was given to you. I mean, what a gift. Nourish your body by moving it, taking care of it. And movement comes in many forms. It can be dance, it can be weightlifting, it can be going for a run, it can be yoga. It can just be shaking your body all around and moving it however it feels it needs to move. Listen to your body. Listen to what it's telling you. Be active with it. Movement is a form of self-love and healing. Ultimately, all these pillars are all about reaching balance, equilibrium, realizing how perfect you already are. Living in non-duality, presence. When we begin to do this, we can truly begin to put our purpose in action. Again, what is your purpose? Feel your purpose within you right now. Breathe into your heart space. Feel your purpose. How can you follow your purpose in your daily life? How can you put your purpose into action? We need to live in alignment with our purpose. And doing that comes from conscious awareness. It comes from following these pillars of healing. Purpose and creativity spark imagination. You know, if you can imagine it, you can manifest it. Certainly, there's a lot of unknown that comes with this. And we've been taught to fear the unknown, but we need to embrace the unknown. We need to embrace the uncertainty as that is what brings about change. That is what brings about love. That is what brings about purpose in action. And ultimately, what this will do is lead to you living in interconnectivity. You know, there is no exact doing it right as everyone is different. But you need to embody the qualities of love to live your unique purpose, to live your unique expression of authenticity. So what is a return to interconnectivity? It's seeing yourself and others. Conscious awareness of your impact, conscious awareness of your choices. You can't be a victim of your own choices. Freedom and liberation is interconnectivity. Freedom from societal expectations, freedom from societal judgments, freedom from the conditioning and identity attachments of the ego that have been placed upon you. It's the freedom to be yourself. There's no more needing to hide. No more running from yourself. No more running from the shadows. It's simply being. And your individual transformation is what will lead to global interconnectivity. This is where the next phase begins in human evolution. What would global interconnectivity be like? Imagine you living the life of your dreams, living your purpose, living in love, living in alignment. And now imagine that at the collective level. This is the reimagination of the world that we need to work towards. Embody this. You can manifest this. You need to make the choice. So embrace change with an open heart embrace love with an open heart be willing to go into the shadows and be willing 
to return to your natural state. It's your choice to make here. And the world needs you. We need your unique expression. We need your love. We need your purpose to be put in action because we need interconnectivity now more than ever. We need to return to our natural state. That's the next phase of human evolution. That's the next phase of society. And it's ultimately up to you. Imagine global interconnectivity. Imagine you living in interconnectivity and take this feeling with you. This feeling of love, gratitude, purpose. Let that manifest in your reality. If you're a fan of the show, be sure to subscribe, give us a rating, whatever your platform may be, and share this with your friends. Whoever you may feel may need it, send it their way. That's going to wrap up this quick story of interconnectivity, sending you lots of love, lots of light, and lots of guidance on your journey into the shadows, on your journey to interconnectivity. I love you. So long.